Assalamu alaikum, everyone. Welcome back to the Rising Commerce podcast. This episode is about me advising you based on my personal experience, three questions um, that I think you should really think about when you are processing the, the thought of becoming a Muslim or converting, reverting into Islam. And this is totally advice that I want to put forward just based on my personal experience. And I think it's just also putting out three questions specifically that I had to ask myself that I found that, you know, really benefited me and are quite profound when it comes to choosing something that is so significant and very important. Um, you know, it's, it's a big change in your life. And it can make a really big difference, I think, if you ask these three questions. So we're going to go ahead and get right into it. Question number one, the thing that I asked myself was like, am I ready for this new potential culture clash shock that I'm going to experience? And why I asked myself that is because throughout my journey of just living and learning life and how to become an adult uh, in my early 20s, I came across a lot of different people from different backgrounds um, who proclaimed them as Muslims, identified themselves as believers of Islam. And what I've learned is that every mosque, every individual, um, every community that I came across had a different culture, a different flavor, a different way of being. And it can be quite overwhelming and shocking. Um, but the thing that they all had in common was the strong belief of Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, being the last messenger of God. And that there is only one, uh, one God. And ultimately the practice in itself like what it requires to to be a muslim everyone was on board um whether they were doing it or they were struggling with it or they were like at a peak at a high of like really committing themselves into these daily practices everyone agreed that there are there is a way um to be living this life as a muslim and so going back to that potential culture shock and 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 clash that I'm I'm speaking about, I find that it is a important thing to go and visit and get to know different communities um, around you, whether that's like in your city, in your hometown, um, because being able to get a feel of what that looks like is going to give you a better idea of what you would like to join. Um, and it also goes to show you that there are many ways, like a lot of things in life, where information gets delivered and how it gets delivered. Um, and every community has their uh, fun and also spiritual way of, of doing so. And so being able to choose the one that is right for you is going to make all the difference because as you continue to learn, that could be the place for you to really feel closer to God and to get closer to where it is that you want to be or to get the answers based on the curiosities and questions that you have in mind. Some really are easier to work with than others. Um, and I think a big factor in that is just the culture. Um, you can end up like myself um, in a mosque where there's 
only Indians or only Pakistani people. And then there's also the one mosque where I had, and it was all Afghani people. Um, and it really just makes, like I said, like it, it makes a bit of a difference um, in what you're going to experience. Um, and based on how things are are done in, in that location, in that building, um, each, each mosque is also designed differently. Um, and so it could also tell, be very telling on how each service and worship services are going to be offered. Uh, I remember the one thing that I really took into consideration was the gender segregation within these services. So if you're a woman, um, you could experience going into a mosque you know, that you're really interested in, and you will realize that there's a place for women to be, for a place for women to pray, um, and then there's a place for men to pray. And so if that's something that you want to experience, if that's something that you want to lean into, um, not all mosques offer this. And so if if that's what you're looking for, um, being able to get that feel and like spread your wings and just fly and see how many uh, mosques are out there, uh, you will be able to um, get a feel for, for the or get the experience you're looking for. Another thing I also um, say why you should ask yourself this question is because another another fact factor of potential culture shock is the language. So some sermons are offered in English, but even in my experience, I find that there weren't very many and it was really, really hard. Um, and because there weren't very many, I find that there was a lot of push in a lot of ways because culture then had the a lot of there's more of an opportunity I felt for culture to get um, intertwined with the religion because everyone if that they were that was their community and everyone was from that same background um, and speaking that same language um, it was just going to be done and it was set in, in those ways and so it can be quite difficult um, to feel a connection as um, if you feel like like myself, like how I felt, where there was a bit of a gap um, and you were trying to like close that gap with that language barrier, it, it's it's hard. Um, so I find like the best way to prepare when you're asking yourself this question um, and feeling like there's a bit of a clash or like disconnect is with just again, simply doing your research, seeing what's around you, taking the time that you possibly can to attend uh, all the mosques that you can, some services, um, you know, Juma prayer is a really common uh, service that is offered in a lot of mosques, uh, being able to get a feel um, for other services that they offer, maybe in English, I know that there's some classes, there's like Halika groups, um, these are group settings that can be for men only um, or men and women um, or uh, women only. And they're super awesome, very insightful. And it just gives you the idea to, or it gives you a better of idea of um, what it's like to be a Muslim or what is the Muslim culture um, aside from just other cultures from coming from different countries and backgrounds and traditions. So yeah, that's something that I want to put forward, uh, you know, really just leading yourself into a path, um, uh, doing the best that you can before formally committing yourself to uh, a community and to something that's so big um, will make all the difference. Now, <laughs> the second thing that I had asked myself, and I believe everyone should ask themselves is, 
um, my heart and my, and my mind, are they in the same place? You always hear like, you know, my mind is telling me one thing, but my heart's telling me something else. And I truly believe that when, you know, you're coming into uh, reading the Quran and feeling like a lot of people are scrutinizing Islam and that there's a lot of questions um, around the validation of what the Quran brings, it can be quite overwhelming. And so you want to have peace, as much peace as you can, um, and connection with your mind and your heart. So it's like, do they both meet? Are they aligned? Uh, one thing I'd like to read is uh, from the Quran. The Quran 67.4 declares, who has created seven heavens in harmony? No incongruity. Canst thou see in the creation of the gracious God? Then look again, see thou any flaw. Islam really does teach us that, it really does show and teaches us that religion is God's word and science is God's works. God's word and God's works should not ever conflict. And I find that the biggest thing that I received um, and pushback was the fact that everyone brought up science. And science is a huge part of why I think in general, a lot of people really question um, religion and all these faiths that are out there. And so I find that if there is a topic, if there is an area where you're really wanting to learn more of, or you're really curious about, or you hear people talking a lot about, and just like coming from a place of judgment, I would say before accepting Islam, make sure to, to study that, make sure to really understand it, make sure to investigate, um, to reflect and ask yourself questions because that's the whole that's a whole like journey in itself. Um, and the Quran does teach us to get curious and to really uh, reflect and to continue to learn. I think a big part of that is because, you know, when like anything else in life, you can avoid a lot of heartache, regret and doubt just from fully committing yourself to something that's going to bring a lot of peace in your mind and in your heart. And so I find that if you're satisfied, if you're feeling content, maybe more than content um, in your mind and your body and your soul and the things that you're reading and learning, you're going to feel less like you're going to, you're less likely to feel like you're going to hesitate um, or feel like you've done something wrong when you've accepted Islam. And so even when people ask you questions and if it's a question you don't know, you've already confidently fell into um, the belief of what the Quran brings because say you studied it. And that could be another uh, question that you can ask yourself within this like, and maybe that's something that you need to study um, in order for you, your mind and your heart to, to, to feel aligned is have I studied the Quran enough, right? And maybe that's something that you want to do so you can feel like centered and you can feel whole. Um, and again, the Quran's constantly, um, you know, bringing up, bringing up the fact that it is something Muslims should do, seeking knowledge um, and, and, and asking questions. So that's something that I would really look into and I find it so beautiful. And um, I also think that, 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 uh, 
verse in the ayah in the Quran that I just read, um, chapter 67, verse four, um, really makes all the difference. You know, um, just knowing that it teaches that the religion, again, is God's word and science is God's work. And so um, I find that very, very powerful. The last thing that I did ask myself, and I think, again, everyone should ask themselves is, are you ready for a new lifestyle? And I think for, for me, Islam, when I think about it, and how I've always thought about it is it's a lifestyle that does not negate or push away any of a hum any human being's natural desires. For me, it is in fact a way of life. It's um so, uh, uh, something that's going to really change you in every way. And the foundation that it lays out for you is just so you can become better and live this life selflessly, but also with a lot of reward um, and responsibility. And I think sometimes when you jump in to believing in something, especially as big as Islam or anything that's going to be life-changing, you really want to ask yourself, like, am I ready? Um, do I actually have the tools? Am I built for this? Um, I always think about the mental game. Like, is it strong? Are you there? Um, have you done all the work that you need to do? And and I say that because every Muslim has two fundamental and equally important obligations, um, faith and the works behind it. So both are two things that are mentioned in the Quran right? Every Muslim has their duty towards God and their duty towards humanity. And a Muslim is responsible to live a lifestyle that's upholding both those obligations. And it's really something that you need to think about because it's something that shouldn't be taken lightly. And I'm not perfect. I lived a life that was leading to the life of what is what Islam is when I was thinking about like this new lifestyle, you know, I had stopped habits such as like drinking, going out, um, certain social gatherings no longer fit my like what I wanted in my future. I really started feeling strongly about things. And so when I was reading about Islam and like the lifestyle, I'm like, this is what I want. Aside from it already answering a lot of questions that I've had, there was a lot of things about it, um, especially when I when I focus on my responsibility as a human being and how I should treat other people. Um, it's it's something that I really learned a lot more of as I went into accepting Islam. Um, but you know, going back to again, like asking that question of a new lifestyle is. I've heard a lot of stories from people that I've come across and they talk about like praying five times a day, every day on time. It's difficult. And then fasting during the month of Ramadan and professing the, 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 the declaration of faith, like being able to say the words that there is no God, but Allah and Muhammad is his messenger. 
saying those words and truly believing in them and being able to hold yourself close to that belief. Um, there's also the dietary guidance that is put in place in Islam, you know, one of which is really popular and known is you can't eat pork. Um, and then we talked about like one that you can't drink haram. It's like alcohol, right? Like these two things are like haram. And that could be a big life changing thing. Um, I know for, for my family, I'm Guatemalan. So I, Latin people, I think in general, <laughs> uh, they really like pork. Um, and it's like a big, big uh, thing, especially for like tacos um, and certain traditional meals. And that was something my mom used to cook a lot of. Um, and she made this traditional meal that I loved so much during the holidays um, and their tamales. And the big ingredient was pork. And so I just remember thinking to myself like, oh, wow, like I can't have this anymore. I need to like vocalize this to my mom. It's going to be kind of like sucky to know that I can't have this meal anymore. If she continues to make it with pork, um, the praying five times a day, I recall struggling like, oh my gosh, how am I going to navigate this with work? Um, you know, it really just became somewhat of a, of a struggle being able to navigate the the committed times that are set for these prayers. So that is part of this new lifestyle, right? But it's also teaching you like accountability. It's teaching you to know um, how to prioritize because in the end, your, your moral compass becomes Allah, becomes God, becomes Islam. Um, and then, you know, these adjustments can be quite difficult. And so I'm not saying you have to be fully, fully ready, but I think just having that strong mental game of like, I am ready for something new, this new lifestyle, what it can bring. I think that going in with that mentality can make all the difference in your experience and how it is that you're going to accept Islam and it just be able to have reachable and attainable goals as you continue to prog progress as a Muslim. You know, I think anyone in general considering Islam should be ready to uphold um, at least two uh, two important commitments um, and to maintain balance between them. And I say two only is because I understand that um, becoming a Muslim, believing in Islam, it's a lifelong journey. It's not easy, even for myself right now. Um, I feel like yeah, I hold myself into these commitments that are are set in place for me as a Muslim. But I also know, and I also know, not but, but and I also know that uh, there's a lot still for me to 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 do. Um, and so that's why I say, like, you know, if you're curious about something and you're fairly new, and you know you've accepted it and you've asked yourself these questions, and this is something that you want, um, you know, just you know, try to go enter with with the mentality and, and the positivity and with the um, knowledge and uh, everything that you have so you can uphold yourself into a high regard as a Muslim and tell yourself and believe in yourself that you can actually make uh, these commitments and it's not something that is far from, from your reach because it's not, it really isn't. And I think that... Um, yeah, these, these are questions that everyone should ask themselves. So if there's anything that comes up for you, feel free 
to share them in the comments, to send me a message. Um, I really appreciate a lot of the comments I've received so far. And inshallah, I can catch you in the next episode. And inshallah, whatever I've shared here does inspire you in your journey. And um, inshallah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will guide you all. And you guys will find peace and the place that you need to be to become closer to the goal that you that you want. If you're thinking about Islam and becoming a Muslim. Thanks again for listening. I appreciate all the love and support. Please enter here, subscribe, follow, download right now the Rising Commerce podcast on Spotify and Apple. And you can connect with me on TikTok and Instagram, Rising Convert. Inshallah, I will see you in the next episode. Assalamu alaikum.